What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 76 of the TorontoGameDoes.com podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Steve, the main dude behind TorontoGameDoes.com. Uh, and this will be the, the official E3 prediction show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that other voice you hear is Brett, all the way from London. Ontario. London, yeah. Ontario. I'm not, I'm not in the, the new world. <laughs> <laughs> this is the new... No, this is the new world. Oh, yeah. Wait, <laughs> well, is it the new world for natives if they're going there? Ah. ah, that's a good point. Hey, there's uh, we we're, we're talking about Wonder Woman off uh, off the air, and uh, there's a native person in it. Yeah, I know. That's why I was I was hyped. Yeah. Probably my great 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 grandfather. Probably it's probably exactly that, or at least it's it, maybe it's Connor. Well, my great grandfather did fight in World War One, so I was kind of hyped to see a Native American in the movie. Oh really? Yeah. I don't know the history of natives in in the World Wars. I must say. No, it's not uh, great. No, not for not not nah, not good. No, on the Canada, side. Canada doesn't really talk about it. <laughs> no. Do we do some bad things like just kind of like ah, uh, you get in the front of the lines and just. No, not not like the way that I guess the the black soldiers were treated, but we were like, um, like we had to give up our our uh, native native, uh, I don't even know our native identity or whatever. Like, we had to no longer be Native to go and fight in a war. Oh, because Natives weren't part of the... In World War One. you mean? Because Natives weren't yeah. part of, like, I guess the European... Or, like, weren't Something part of like the... That. So, the it's like, I, my great-grandfather had to give up his Native status to go and fight for the country. So then, pretty much, when he came back, he came back to nothing. Oh. Yeah. Well... So, they got... The Natives got a little... Screwed around in a different way. That's <laughs> fair enough. Uh, not the best way to start off a podcast, but no, it's quite low, quite low. And well, it's all right. We're celebrating 150, 150 years of being Canadian. That's true. Actually, June is uh, is Aboriginal Heritage Month. Yes, it is. There you go. No one's really saying much. <laughs> I heard it on the radio. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I forget. Well, uh, oh, because the the what's the museum downtown? It's just called the museum. Yeah. Um, they have like a, they have some stuff going on this year okay. or this month. That's cool. So check out your local museum. Yeah, everybody. And see if uh, you should just do that in general. Like every, I, I don't do this enough, but like I feel like I, I think in the Europe like museums are free. I, I feel like that should be the case here. Like you should just it should just be part of a um, kind of tax written off or whatever. Like if the government should be free here. I'd be going all the time. I love going to museums. Yeah, anytime I've gone to the the I can't remember the name of the museum that's downtown. The Rom. Yeah. Anytime I've gone to like the Rom downtown. Yeah. Um, it's awesome. It's so yeah. cool there, but it's like seventy dollars. Um, yeah, I'm if I'm born if I'm born with Heather, and then it's like we gotta get down there and parking if we're driving and stuff like that. Like. Yeah. Like I don't know. Like I only have so much finite money. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, but then we'll have to get like the government involved and we're like, yo, guys, subsidize this, and they can't do anything right. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Um, also, as far as like starting on a down note, I'm always a believer in history that you shouldn't like kind of sugarcoat it or anything like that. So if some shitty things happen to natives, we shouldn't sugarcoat it, and that's that's just historical fact. Because uh, what's that saying where you don't re- re- repeat? Like those who don't learn history re- fail or um, are doomed to repeat it or something like that. Pretty much. So there you go. Uh, but even though this, uh, we kind of started talking about history and, and stuff like that, uh, this is a gaming podcast uh, folks around Toronto, which is a site uh, dedicated to the games developed in Toronto. Um, Brett, mm-hmm. we usually start the show with what, uh, what we've been playing. What did you play this week? Because you finally set up your PC, right? Yeah, so I've been playing uh, Blossom Tales uh, off and on. And it's a fun game. Yeah. Yeah, I actually I enjoy it. It's pretty fun. Like it's it's Zelda. Like it's a Zelda game, a hundred percent. Like if you need a Zelda game right now, go buy that game and enjoy it. Because that's exactly what it is. SNES Zelda. Yeah. Super, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Super Nintendo Zelda: Link to the Past, or the Game Boy one, which I'm completely forgetting right now. But uh, oh, Link's Awakening. Yes, Link's Awakening. If you want that in your life right now, go and buy Blossom Tales because 
that's exactly what it is and it's fun like i actually i was i was quite enjoying it so i i think i just finished the first dungeon um there's like i think i don't know how long it is so i'm working on a second dungeon now but it's a it's a fun game i actually like how the story's told too yeah. it's like yeah because they kind of go with that like um like that princess vibe style story like where it's the old man talking to his grandson about you know the princess bride and it's pretty much the same kind of story well storytelling where it's just the two kids are getting a, to- uh, a story told to them from grandpa and like every now and then they chime in in, in the actual gameplay and stuff and say things and i don't know it's, i thought it was kind of fu- like just funny i'm like hmm, this isn't too bad but uh the gameplay is tight story seems to be fine right now it's your typical you know zelda story there's a bad guy you gotta kill him yeah so but yeah it's a, it was a uh, pretty fun cool it's on steam yes I don't know if it's on anything else, but I definitely know it's on Steam. I think it's only on Steam. I don't know if it's on PC or Mac, or I don't know if it's on Mac. Mm. Um, but I know, yeah, it definitely released on PC. I would love that game, like on Switch or, or something portable. Like to me, that's what like that's how I want to play those Zelda games. Like kind of in the pot, like you know, sitting yeah. on the couch just chilling. Um, yeah, I think that would be a good game to sit down on the couch with too. Like it, it's 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 a fun game, so I I highly would recommend it. It's definitely a four of a four out of ten. But it's a fun game. I'm just going to message. So normally we do have Dan on the show. Uh, he is missing, presumed dead right now. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going to message him just to say that we can we can always edit it. I mean, um, anything else you've been playing, or, or is it mostly just mostly that and Tiny Rails? So. Yeah. Yeah, but that's about, uh, what else have I played? No, that's been it. I've been like super busy this week. With just everything, so it's been one of those weeks. Yeah, I had uh, I had kind of the opposite week where I wasn't super busy, and I just dove right into Far Cry Four. Uh, I picked it up because uh, I saw it. Like I, I had had it back in the day, and that game was like there was just certain elements of it that were just too hard and, and stupid. Like fall day, da- like fallen damage was just ridiculous. Like you would mm. fall off the height of, of a house mm. and, and die. Um. And just it, it's just like there were certain things, so I I, uh, I cranked it down to easy because um, I saw it I saw it for like twenty bucks or something like that. So I, I rebought it. I lost all my save. I had to restart, but I put it down onto easy and just had a blast. And basically, all the free time I had in this last week, I threw into Far Cry Four. Yeah. Um, yeah, I finally beat it last uh, last night, two nights ago. Mm-hmm. Then I cleaned up some trophies. Um, over like yesterday and stuff like that, kind of prepping myself for Far Cry Five, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, but it's solid. There's just like certain things, like climbing. Like now that I played Zelda and I can climb wherever, like climbing the world in Far Cry Four is so annoying because basically if it's if it's a rock, you can't climb it. Uh, if it's like grassy and inclined, you can you can probably get up there. Right. Um, those two things, like I remember just being so like frustrated, like just how quickly you can die from falling and, and climbing and stuff. Um, I don't remember that being an issue Far Cry Primal, so they might have made some tweaks um, going to the next game. But yeah, I just like all the free time I had this last week was, which was a decent amount. I just threw in Far Cry Four, so um, pretty solid game. Like now I'm in, now I'm like hyped for Far Cry Five. Like I'm back in that zone. Like I want more. Uh, I might pick up the DLC. There's like a Valley of Yetis like side story for Far Cry Four. I might pick it up, but yeah. Um, just last night, my friend lent me Mass, Mass Effect Andromeda, so I kind of started my file on that. So maybe I'll, I'll probably move away from her right now. But um, I played the first like hour or so of Mass Effect, and it's like totally, it's fine. It's it's fine. It's Mass Effect. I'm waiting to see like all these weird animations and shit like that. I just haven't really seen it yet. I don't know if yeah. patches have fixed all that, but so far it's like it's it's Mass Effect. I didn't play three, so it's been. Whenever two came out, like seven years since I played a Mass Effect game, so it's it's pretty fun and cool story. Like I don't know if you know the story, but basically it's just we sent Earth like we sent Earthlings like billions of light years or like millions of light years into distance, and they've all slept for like six hundred years, and now they're waking up and they got to the planet they wanted to get to, mm-hmm. uh, and just shit's going badly. So classic. <laughs> so it's pretty solid. Uh, other than that. Not much. It was it was honestly a big Far Cry weekend for, or week for me. So hmm. I haven't played Far Cry since Far Cry Three. Didn't you play uh, Blood Dragon? Uh, no. Oh no. 
No. I want. I, I have it. I think I have it. I have it somewhere. Yeah. I need to play it. So Far Cry, I didn't play very much Far Cry 3, maybe an hour just at a friend's house one day. Um, so I can't like really tell you how 3 compares to 4, but I would assume it's very, very similar. <laughs> I liked what I was playing in 3, but then eventually it just got too repetitive where I'm like, this is Assassin's Creed all over again. I don't want to play it. Yeah, it, it has those elements, right? Because like you gotta climb the towers to reveal like the to remove the fog from the map yeah. so you can see where roads are and shit. And then there's like stronghold areas that you can that once you kind of clear, you can warp to that yeah. also open up side missions and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's exactly. very yeah. I think uh, what I'll be interested to see if Far Cry Five they kind of get away from that because Watch Dogs Two they got away from it. Like there's no real towers in Watch Dogs Two that you had to. If like Watch Dogs 1, you did have to kind of hack these towers to kind of open the map. Same thing. Right. Watch Dogs 2 didn't do that. So I'm interested to see if Far Cry 5 and then Assassin's Creed does that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Assassin's Creed will do it. It all depends. Well, for Assassin's Creed, it all became... It's all for Abstergo, right? Because, like, you were downloading the next memories and all that stuff. Yeah. So it had a purpose, technically. So... I guess, yeah, it was built into the story that, like... Why you had to do it. Yeah, so maybe in this one we won't have it because of that, so we'll see. Yeah, I mean, we're only, uh, when's when's E3 start? Like the Monday? So like two weeks, or a week and a day? Um, Yeah, a week. Week in a a couple of days. Uh, By the time most people listen to this podcast, probably less than a week until E3, so. Because it's, uh, I think, June 13th, roughly? Yes. Isn't E3 technically the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, but everyone does their press conferences and shit on the Monday? Uh, no. I'm trying to remember when it went. All the press conferences are like late at night. Yeah, that's like late at night. Every every year for the Sony one, I I order pizza, stay in, watch it. (laughs) This year, actually, they do a thing where you can go to like the movie theater and like watch it with a bunch of other nerds and shit and like squish a big theater. Do I um, do that? No, <laughs> I I thought about it and I was like, no, I'd rather just stay home, eat pizza, and and just chill. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, especially because these conferences are like, for me, anyways. I don't live near Scotiabank Theater. It'd take me like an hour just to get there. So like these press conferences are like an hour. So I would travel for like an hour and a half just to watch an hour of thing. Yeah. Doesn't seem worth it. Um, it would be worth it either, where it's like hanging out with all these nerds. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to, I just like tweeting during the show and seeing everyone tweet and, and all the funny yeah. reactions that you see right after and stuff. So yeah, I usually yeah like I, I just like to just chill and watch the show and just be like, oh, all right, that's cool. Oh man, so last night we went to Wonder Woman, we went to see Wonder Woman last night and uh, we went to the like VIP theater, so they're bigger seats. And in the front, the very front row, they only have, I think, six seats. And I guess one person was, like, bored or whatever, because it, it does start off a little slow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she started checking her, I think it was she started checking her phone, um, just, like, checking their text or whatever. And the light was so freaking bright, it just, like, lit up the entire theater. Right. And mm-hmm. someone got, well, someone got out of their seat and just went up and just, like, took the phone and, like, closed it and then, like, gave it back to her. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. It's just like, what are you doing? Like, you're in the front. Like, don't you realize like how bright your phone is? Um, let's go to the hype time. Hi. We don't. Uh, I don't actually. Different games is going on right now, so it's a little too late to discuss that. But check out Twitter for all the past events, or past stuff on different games. Um, is there? Uh, when, when's the next um, game to drinks? Game Dev Drinks is on the 21st, and it's going to be more of, uh, we're celebrating our two years of making cool meetings happen. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're going on a, it's just going to be a celebration day. Two years. Two years? Yeah, I'm surprised that it's been two years, too. Oh, shit. Yeah, so we'll be doing just a two-year anniversary party for doing, uh... Uh, running this networking event. Yeah, that makes sense actually because uh, August is the is, would be the two years for the podcast, and we met. We did like a two podcast before we met. Yeah. And then and then I went to Game Dead Drinks, and that's where we actually met. Mm-hmm. Um, 
check on the website. There's a thing called Video Game Law that I must have posted a while ago because I don't remember anything about it. Um, according to the Entertainment Software Association of Canada, there are 472 active video game studios in Canada, and the industry contributes $3 billion to Canada's GDP, blah, blah, blah. Ensure you are up to speed on the key legal issues for clients in this growing industry as you power up on your video game law knowledge at this unique program. It's on June 9th. You can go to, you can go to oba.org slash pd. Find out more. Sweet. Um, probably pretty useful and probably something people don't really think about when they start making a game. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about video game law, but I'm not making a video game, so I really know. Uh, just shout out to Patreons as well. There's Pierre at MacMonasound.com. They're official sponsors, so check out them. Uh, Brian, Gene, Tabby, M5 Games, Gigi, Renaud, Tyler, Lindsay. Tyler Bud, by the way, is the creator of uh, Blossom Tales, which Brett was talking about at the start of the podcast. Lindsay, Lee, Gala, Marina, Stephen, Brian, Dan, Devin, Dan as well. Oh, there's two Dans. Dan Curry and Dan Rodriguez, Devin, Chris, Toby, and Aaron. And if you are looking for a freelancer, you can check out trainingedus.com slash freelancers contractors. But specifically, there's Jake Budno, uh, Dan and Brian, who are audio guys, Lindsay, who is an artist, uh, Devin, who is a writer, and Gala, who is a developer. So check them out. That's all I have for that's That's the advertisement section of the podcast. Uh, we, can just go to, we can just go to news time then. Let's do it. All right. Uh, we got to get to those E3 predictions. Yeah, and we have a lot of news. Yeah. A lot of the stuff is, like, games that came out, though. So, like, Embers and Miram came out um, two weeks ago now on PS4, Steam, and Xbox. Uh, I played through it. It's I did a video on it. You can check it out on YouTube.com slash C slash Sean Game Does. It's fun. Um, it's... It, like, the music and, and environments is, is fun. Like, some sections, though, just, like, ogle my mind. Because, like, basically, you split. This is kind of the platform where you're, like, a wolf thing. Um, you have to split into these, like, spirits, I guess. Um, and you control, and it's, like, kind of this, like, glowing ball. And you control one with the left analog stick and one with the right analog stick. And so your brain is controlling two different things and controlling your two hands, controlling them. Um so it, it's it's one of those like things where can you like multitask between two different uh, motions, and so right. sometimes you'll have to like go up with like the left one and down with the right one and kind of crisscross and stuff like that. And, and a lot of times I was dying weren't because the particular section was hard. It was just that my brain was just like confused. Right. Um, the last boss, especially now they've patched it since. Uh, I saw about a week ago, they patched the difficulty of the last boss. The last boss was crazy, crazy difficult um, for that kind of same reason. And so it took me maybe, it, if you were just to beat the boss kind of in sequence without dying, it would take you five minutes. It took me an hour to beat this section. Um, right. Just because it was, it was just like way, way too hard for me. Uh, I don't know, I'll be interested. To, I, I've been meaning to like look up online what people are thinking about this game. Um Kind of just because I think it's like a different, like if your brain functions like better in that sort of sense, uh, it might be a lot easier. I don't know, mm. but I had fun with it. I have no idea how much it costs or anything like that, but um, it's a it's a it's a solid like fun game. Nothing special, but not, it's not like terrible or anything. Yeah, that's like just your general general run of the mill game. Yeah, and there's no dialogue or anything like that. It's all done through like cutscenes and stuff, and and. Uh, the art is like solid, like the the creatures and stuff like that, and I think there's some like like it's, the story is up to your own interpretation. There's some spiritual stuff going on in there. Um, right. It's fun. I'd recommend like picking it up if you're kind of jonesing for uh, some easy trophies and, and a good platformer. But I can't believe how easy you're dying in this let's play here. Yeah, man. Like, I can't believe you're getting killed by these mushrooms like so easily. I don't know what part you're at, but the beginning. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like, it's, it's, it's fine. Um, check it out. Embers of Miriam, it's on like PS4 or Xbox and, and PC, so. Mm. I don't think I'd stream this one. No. Nah. I don't know how much it actually, sorry? It looks alright, but, I don't know, I'm just watching you play it. Yeah. 
I actually don't know how much it. Oh, it's, oh, it's twenty bucks too. Nope. A little on the pricey side, if you ask me. Um, maybe when it's on. Or it's twenty-two dollars in Canada, but yeah, a little pricey on the. Or a little pricey. How long did it take to beat it? Uh, I want to say four hours plus. Like, and there's like you can rescue. Like, there's other collectibles and stuff like that. So, but there's chapter skip or not chapter skip. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so throwing like a six hour game to kind of platinum to 100%. Hmm. Personally, I would wait for a sale. I think it's better. Um, yeah. But moving right along. Uh, number two, Sega Mini introduces the. Actually, I got to load this up. Sega Mini uh, introduces, combines everything into like kind of one app, more of a subscription based thing. So it's called Sega Mini World Complete Collection. Uh, it gives you like all of their past games, and I think some kind of exclusives going forward. I think this is kind of how they're going to monetize their games. Um, it's a $5 monthly subscription. It comes with a two-week trial period. I think this is like a way, like, I think this is like a brilliant, kind of way better way to kind of deliver their games. Because all of their games are really, really similar. Yeah. Um, they're all, like, meant for little kids, like two, three-year-olds who just want to kind of, like, drag something and see a fun animation going on. Like, mm. They're all like the art and stuff is all really great. We've seen them before. Um, and the guy, the main guy who came to the game, game to the a year ago. Oh jeez, I'm drawing a blank here. <laughs> um, but so he, long. yeah, but he he showed off some apps and everyone was like amazed. It's like these 20 year olds all just being like kind of like amazed by apps that are made for two year olds. But the problem that I always kind of had is I buy this like five dollar app or four dollar app and then my kid gets bored of it like one week later. Yeah. Um, and then you got to buy, and then they have bundles and stuff like that. But I think there's a way better where you just kind of get all the 20 games, give the iPad to your kid, and however long he plays it. Um, and then eventually they all grow too old for it. Like, a five year old probably isn't going to be super interested in this. They want to play more complicated things. So then yeah. you just stop the subscription. So I thought it was a pretty smart move. Um, yeah, I like, awesome. it. I like it. the subscription model for this type of stuff because it was something like where I used to work in the educational field that we were trying to get to, mm -hmm. and it just makes it just makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, give the kids all these cool things instead of charging five bucks a time, uh, five bucks a pop. So I like it, and I like their stuff anyways. It's pretty tight. Yeah, always uh, always a fan segment. Number three, uh, just some quick kind of a quick shout out that Mirage Arcane Warfare is out now on Steam. That uh, came out on the same day as Embers of Mirror Matcher. Hmm. I had a chance to pick it up. I had the beta key. Yeah, me too. Um, I didn't play. No, same. I'm already like first person shooters online are kind of already a tough sell for me. Mm -hmm. And then only being on PC is just another is just another tough sell. So I don't know if I'll ever play it to be honest. Right. Yeah, right. I'm at a point my PC is slowly dying, and I uh, need to get an upgrade, so I couldn't play it. Yeah. All right, moving right along. Far Cry 5 is announced and launching February 27th for um, PS4, Xbox One, and Steam, uh, or PC, rather. Um, this time you're in Montana fighting crazy Christian hillbillies. Uh, <laughs> and it looks pretty sweet. Um I'm I'm pumped and, and now I'm just like on that Far Cry Four high. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm I'm I wish it was this year. I wish it was like a November game, uh, which makes me think that Assassin's Creed is most definitely like a, a, a fall game. Yeah, it probably will be. Um, but I don't know Far Cry Five. Like, what, what are your thoughts on it? Like, you you haven't played one since Far Cry Three. Like, are you excited for this at all? Or, um. Uh, I'm I'm torn because I like I really did enjoy Far Cry Three, so I'm kind of like yeah I, I I'm interested, Be, and I'm actually I think I'm a little bit more interested because it's like a little bit different like mm -hmm. now we're dealing with like I guess the deep south in a sense and crazy religious people and stuff like that so it could be kind of cool. I don't know I'm I I, well, I actually really want to see some gameplay. Because uh, the video, the trailer is just a, you know, story trailer, really. <laughs> I don't think there was any gameplay elements in it. So I'm curious about the gameplay. Yeah. Because, like, they're showing, like, it, like as, as you're watching it, I'm like, ah, there's a water tower here and a water tower there. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. church in the, the, like, that one screenshot with the church in yeah. the background. Like, is that church, like, 
going to be kind of a, a warp zone that you got to like defend and shit yeah. at certain times. So yeah. Like there's just certain like Far Cry elements where I'm like, oh, there they are, <laughs> you know. Uh, I'm guessing we'll be climbing that all these uh, water water towers in this game to yeah. positioning and all that jazz. <laughs> Montana, by the way, although probably I think pretty conservative, is not deep south. It's like upper, uh, it's like northwest. Oh yeah, it's Montana. Whatever. Yeah. It didn't say Mar- Montana. I don't know. I think so. I thought so. Yeah, Hope County, Montana. Well, I've never been to Montana, so hopefully. This doesn't paint a weird picture for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, Montana's kind of crazy. <laughs> a lot of crazy Christians in Montana, it seems. Yeah. Spray well, painting sinner on everything. Yeah, like, well, they, yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking now. Is that right? I thought the Bible Belt was the crazy place, not Montana. Yeah, I don't but, know. I don't know. It looks like it'll be another Far Cry game, really. Yeah. Uh, I haven't. I don't know. I, I would probably play it. It looks better than Primal, that's for sure. I'm just on such a high of like Far Cry that, I, like, it, it almost had happened at the same time where I was playing Far Cry. I think this was announced. When did I? When did we post this? March 30th. Yeah, and I think I started playing Far Cry 4 like the day after or something like right. that. So it's just like get me in this. By the reason, the, or by the way, the reason why we're kind of talking about that is Ubisoft Toronto did say that they're collaborating with Ubisoft Montreal and Far Cry 5. Um, for a little historical uh, note, Far Cry 4, they did the Shangri-La stuff. Uh, Far Cry Primal, they did the Beast uh, buddy system that they had. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. They they, didn't, they haven't said yet like what they're specifically working with, if it's a specific thing or just kind of whatever. Um, yeah. We'll have to wait and see. But February 27th, I'm down. That seems to be the new date for Far Cry, because I think Far Cry Primal was like launched in... February. February. So. Oh, huh. it looks good. Yeah. It, it looks good. Like, that's the one thing. Like, I'm thinking about my PC right now. I'm like, I cannot play this. Yeah. Like, I'm definitely going to have to upgrade to play anything for 2018. That's for sure. Get a PS4, bro. Nope. With trophies. Nope. Play Final Fantasy VII Remake in four years. I, I'm not even, there's, uh, I'm not even interested like, I'm not even interested in a PlayStation right now. I thought I was. I lost interest. What about um, Dragon Quest uh, Warriors? Yeah, I know. I can get it on PC now. Oh, can you? Yeah, the first one's on PC. So the second one's going to be coming. I'm, I'm going to probably get a Switch. Yeah. So it's on Switch. That's true. So, no biggie. All right. Whatever. But, um, uh, there's, like, the only thing that's... Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Stop playing with your mic, by the way. I'm just trying to adjust it to make sure it's not going to fall out. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, Rumble Pocket, or number five, or whatever, Rumble Pocket uh, release date has been announced. This was released or announced at E3 last year. Um, right. And, oh, yeah. And, that's right. And it got delayed. I remember I saw an EB Games ad like maybe four or five months ago that said like Rumble Pocket on whatever day, and I messaged them because I didn't see anything they tweeted. And I'm like, hey, guys, let's going on here and they're just like no ignore that i'm like all right um yeah. so it finally has a release date of june 20th there we go uh coming to the new nintendo 3ds and it'll be compatible on the new nintendo ds 2ds sorry uh i don't think it'll work on the og 3ds and 2ds but i, I think it's just like a new like new nintendo yeah. 3ds only cool i totally forgot about i totally forgot about this so did I, to be completely honest. Um, when I saw them tweet it out, I was like, oh, yeah, Rumble yeah. Pocket. <laughs> like, when I saw it, I was like, oh, is this the Switch version? <laughs> in my head, they like in my head, 13 games had just moved on to something else. Like, they had moved yeah. on to their next thing. I kind of forgot that they were still, like, talking about this. I remember I made the joke. I, I, I ran into them, uh, like, two or three months ago, and I made the joke about it, and they just kind of said, yeah, it's coming. And then I, like, dropped all knowledge about it. Um, but our, our boy Alex, who's been on the podcast, uh, he spoke to Nintendo Life about it and uh, kind of gave some, um, some I guess, uh, that's what I'm looking for here, just some, talked about the difficulties of porting it, why it took so long, stuff like that, so I right. posted it on the website, but you can go to Nintendo Life for the full thing. Most interestingly, uh, they teased their next game, which is not going to be Rumbo. Uh, but it's a Switch game, single-player action game on Switch that is also weird and distinctly three thirteen a.m. Cool. Um, 
Will we see it at E3? Don't know. We're about to do E3 predictions, so I won't. Uh, we won't discuss it now. But Rumble Pockets in June. Next game's on Switch. Um, probably will be next year sometime. Mm. I would think. Ah, we can talk about it in a couple of minutes, I guess. Anyways, next one, Shiny Talisman uh, launches Caveman Cliff Crazy. Kind of talked about this in the past, but... Um, you didn't put no, no pictures with this one. No, I didn't post the pictures. That's lazy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I expect to see pictures, bro. Why? Right, just go to the App Store. Yeah, but pictures. All right. Well, there's the pictures on you the right. Pictures for every other thing but this one. No, sometimes there's no pictures. I've yet to see one with no pictures. That's why I brought it up. I'm like, what? Where's the pictures? Search uh, the the second or third last post is different games about this weekend, and that has no pictures on it. So that's probably, there's probably pictures on the right there. That's Slippin'. uh, that's an ad. You can just click that. Slipping. Anyways, Caveman Cliff is out on iOS right now. So. Sick. Uh, speaking of iOS, Snowman uh, celebrates their five year anniversary. These are the Alto Games or Alto's Adventures guys. Yep. They went back to one of their first game circles and kind of updated to 1.5, so you can check that out. Cool. Um, it's like a kind of a memory-based game. But we're still waiting for Outdoors Odyssey and Where the Cards Fall. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was just thinking about, I don't even remember this game, ever, ever seeing this game for uh, the studio. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. I didn't know that either. Like, um... I'm blanking on the guy's name, which I feel bad because he emails me every time. Because he, yeah, he emails me every time he wants something posted. He emails yeah. me, which is amazing because it's so easy. Uh, if you ever want anything posted on TorontoGamers.com, all you gotta do is just email me at Steve at TorontoGamers.com or Heather at TorontoGamers.com. And you might, or Brett at TorontoGamers. Nope, no. I think we'll see what this exists. Uh, email doesn't exist, <laughs> but you can still tweet me. Uh, no, don't don't do that either. No, um, you, you don't have a login anymore. That's okay. There you go. So if someone tweets at you, like, if there's something you could do about it. I've been, like, my whole, like, online presence, I've, like, dropped it down quite a bit lately. Right. Yeah, just, I've kind of got bored with social media. I'm just like, yeah. I don't mind using Instagram, but, like, the other ones, like Facebook and Twitter, I'm just like, eh. Facebook I barely use. I really only just, like, pimp the site. I'm sure all the, like, 300 people or whatever have I mean, his friends on there just piss at me every time. Mm. Uh, Twitter, I, I still like actively use. I'm trying to use it more on like my personal one because I, I got in the habit of just like posting everything under Charming Indus, uh, yeah. which you can follow on Twitter at Charming Indus. Um, yeah. so, so I try to get better with posting um, under the Stephen Hawking one. And Instagram, yeah, I, I don't. I I use because like Heather's whole family uses it, so that's like that's why I have Instagram. Really. And I post pictures of the cat. Yes, and I always like those. Um, yeah. Not the dog pictures, though. No? No, you, I don't even see you put Rush up that much. You put your dog, your cat up way more than Rush. Uh, that's what I've noticed. But that's me stalking your animals. This is pretty... No, actually, never mind. I did go through a pretty heavy Benny, Benny craze right there. <laughs> Where, like, six out of the last 12 photos were all Benny. Like, legs tucked in. I'm like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Like, I've been using Instagram so much more that when I'm using, like, Facebook or Twitter on my phone and I see an image, I double-tap it. Like, oh, damn it, that's not how it works. And there you go. Click the little thumbs-up button, right? Yeah, it's so dumb. Um, Let's just kind of keep flying through the the news here because I want to get to the E3 predictions. M++ is coming to Xbox One this summer. Uh, it's going to be the ultimate edition. Um, not much to say other than that. They hinted, or they said a while ago that they'd love to bring to Xbox One, but they're a studio of three, so I didn't think yeah. they had any chance, but um, here it is. Next up is Switch. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm hoping. I'd love Xbox on Switch. Port- again, portable. Any game where I'm just like, I could see myself just chilling on the couch or in my bed just playing this. That's that's what I want on Switch. Yeah. And finally, Jazz Punk uh, Director's Cut is coming to PC, so Brett can finally play it. But the D- and DLC is announced as well. So DLC, where is it called? The Flavor Nexus will be coming June 16th. Cool. Um, and there's a trailer. The trailer's on the site for the PS4 version. Easy Platinum, by the way. Cool. Um, but yeah, that's all the news. Let's go to E3 oh, prep time. That was a ton of news. It was. Well, we didn't do a podcast last week because of me. So. 
Oh yeah, that's right. And what? Why was that? Family time. Because if we go, because my family lives in Owen Sound, which is two yeah. hour, two and a half hours north. It's it's uh it's college country slash native country. Um, and if like when we go, it's just like a whole thing. Like it's just we gotta see the whole family and do all that stuff, and then. But when I come back, like, if I come back Saturday night, I'm just dead tired. If I come back Sunday, like, I'm tired. Like, it's just, it's a mentally exhausting weekend. Plus, I drive six hours in the span of, I don't know, like, 24 hours. So, right. it's just, like, I'm just too tired when I get home. I just rather chill. And it's just, uh, plus, like, the weekend, we got to do all our errands and stuff, go to the gym, play, uh, yeah. all this shit. Like you know last, I mean? <laughs> so, I started going to the gym yesterday. I go to the gym. I work out 15 minutes. Like, I just went... It took me longer to get to the gym than yeah. actually working out. Because I'm like, I'm not rushing it. Like, I'm not trying to, you know, crush it and just kill my body. So I'm, like, taking my time, you know? It's easing slowly. So yeah. I uh, I go, I work out. Uh, I, do, I do a couple errands because I'm like, I might as well kill two birds with one stone, go grocery shopping, all that stuff. I get home, cook, cook some lunch, pass out until 8 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't even know what happened. Like I just remember eating lunch, and then I'm like, I'm gonna put a special on and just watch it. And then I laid down, and then I was out, and then I woke up at around 8 p.m. I had a, one of my comic friends was like, Yo, aren't we supposed to podcast today? <laughs> and I'm like, Dude, I just slept for like so long after a 15 minute workout. <laughs> like that was a horror. And so because of that, like I I lost my whole day, and like today I have all my other errands I have to do. Right, right. It's just, I couldn't believe it. I'm still like, oh, it's such a waste of my time. But the gym was fun. Like, I, I'm going to go back there today. That's good. Why? Why? Uh, I'm going to Good Life this time. Oh yeah, that's why we. Yeah, we're Good Life. Because it's like Good Life's like right across the street from where I work, so I kind of want to just be able to go during lunch, so yeah. I get like a good hour and a bit break. So I'm like, if I could just run over. Just sit on the cardio machine for a little bit and then come back to work. That's that, that's kind of what sold me on it. Cool. Plus, this gym is freaking huge. I couldn't believe how big it was. Oh really? Ours is uh, we're we're a young shepherd, and ours is like under mad amounts of construction. It's just like so. It's like such a weird gym because it's right. There's stairs going down and then up and and shit. Like it just um, structurally, it's kind of a mess. Right. Um. But it's the closest one to us. Like I knew, like if I had to drive to a gym, I wouldn't do it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, for me, just, like I take the bu- if I take the bus, it, the bus literally drops me like outside of it, so yeah. I, I don't mind it. And if I'm working, it's right across the street from work, so it's, yeah. it's actually pretty damn good. It's uh, it's like a 10, 12 minute walk for us, which is a good enough time for like a kind of a warm up, oh, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then like a cool down when we're when we're leaving ourselves, so that actually kind of works out to our benefit. But like on a day we haven't gone in a, in a, like maybe four or five days. Yeah. Uh, we try to go like two or three times a week, but we haven't gone. So we want to go today, but it's like raining. So I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, do I feel like walking in the rain for like ten minutes? I don't know. Bust out an umbrella, bro. We don't have an umbrella. You don't have an umbrella? No, surprisingly, we have no umbrellas. What? I don't know why. Yeah. And you're what? Yeah. Yo, that's crazy. I know. I'm, I was... usually, I'm usually a non-umbrella guy. Like, Pam's the umbrella person. Yeah. And I'm like, screw umbrellas. But when I lived in Ottawa for two years, it rained so much there where I had to have an umbrella. So now I just find it so convenient to have an umbrella. It rained here, too. I was super surprised that, like, I just learned this maybe the other day. And I was just like, how do, how do we not have an umbrella this whole time? Because you drive. That's why. Uh, Actually, that's a good point. Probably. I've noticed this with a lot of people who just drive that there's a lot of things they don't have, like another coat. <laughs> like you have like the driving coat, and that's it. But like I have like a winter coat, a raincoat, a walking coat. <laughs> I definitely don't have a raincoat. I have I have two. I have like a sweater, which is yeah, the fall fall slash cold spring, yeah. and then the and then the winter jacket. Yeah, but um, all your all your like coats or are like to the car coats. It's not like. You're going to stand outside five hours in this winter coat, you know? No, that's true. But one thing, um, at my old job, the the walk from the parking lot to the job was still like 10, 12 minutes. Right. So, so a legit coat was needed. <laughs> so. It's funny. This is the TronicNotes.com podcast. 
Finally, we're going to we just talk about native history and coats and umbrellas. Yep. Um, finally, E3 prediction time. Right. E3 is my favorite time of year. I love E3. The press conferences. I, I every year I make a big deal of it. Last year we went to E3. Not we we got approved to go this year, but just couldn't afford it. Um, financially didn't make sense. Uh, probably didn't, probably didn't, that, didn't ask Brett if he wanted to go. Nope, didn't like even didn't even consider if Brett wanted to go. Um, Classic. You dude, you have to you have to when you apply you have to like link to all the stories and stuff you do for the website. Dude, I do the podcast. That's the most important thing. Yeah, but you're like half, not even half the podcast. You're a third of the podcast, which is half every the week. Podcast. <laughs> all right. Anyways, it's too uh, late. Not doing the podcast for the next three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next year you have my. Well, I need to get you an email too, so you need to give me twenty bucks to get you Brett at trendygames.com. Oh my god! Next year I will bring it up with you if you want to go to Easter. Yep. All right, whatever. You know, just contribute on the podcast every week. You know, not a big deal. It's not like it doesn't have your own benefit to being on this podcast every week. Let's be honest. Dude, there's zero benefit. <laughs> Dude, I I I got you. No, I didn't get you the job, but I. I saw that job and and tweeted it to you. Yeah. And if you don't use the 75 podcasts on your resume, then that's your own stupid fault. Because this is 75 episodes of, of you dropping knowledge on video games and game design. Specifically, I, don't if, I don't even know if putting a podcast on your resume is even a good idea. Why not? It's 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 like I post this website when I apply like I applied to kind of a little bit behind the, the current here. I apply. I've had three jobs this year so far. Like I quit yeah. my first my my kind of job I had for a while. Went to another job. Didn't like it. Left it. Went to another job. I put this website on those resumes, despite the fact they have nothing to do with game design, right, or anything. Like they don't. They're not game related at all. They're tech, I guess, but they're not. It has nothing to do with video games. I put this mm-hmm. website everywhere I go. Basically, my friends always make fun of me just how much I plug plug this site. Like, I just I don't shut up about it. So you should not shut up about this podcast. Telling all your friends, your family, your your native ancestors. I hyped it at the last thing I was at. What was the last thing you're at? The uh, Xbox event. Oh yeah, you should just be talking about it on your skits when you're when you're up on the stage. It's like oh, it's trinitas.com slash podcast. Totally different world. <laughs> Anyways, E3 prediction time. Uh, before the show, we kind of discuss, or I guess just like how we want to do this. Um, I was thinking. Kind of two predictions, and then a third one that's like Toronto specific. Um, do you have your your three total, or? Uh, I'm gonna play it fast and loose off the top of my head. Okay. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? Yeah, you can go first. Okay. I'm I'm gonna do my Toronto one then. Uh, I think 13 Games is going to reveal their Nintendo Switch thing. It's going to be exclusive to Nintendo Switch. Uh, I have no so idea. That would be during the treehouse. <laughs> yes, it's going to, they're going to be on the treehouse. Like they won't be a part of that. Like they don't really do a press conference. They do the, yeah. the you know, um, what do they call that then? The Nintendo Direct. Yeah. They won't be on that, but they're going to do. They're going to be on Treehouse. Alex or whoever is going to go on there and, and talk about this new Switch game. Uh, I don't know what's going to be. I'm going to say I'm going to assume it's a platformer, but that's not part of the prediction. I'm going to say so it gets announced. They're going to be on Treehouse. And it's going to release uh, first half next year. Cool. For sure. So it has to be a Toronto one. No, 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 I want to do like one Toronto one, but like you can. But well, there's there's one game we haven't heard of, heard from in a very while. Very you can. Oh yeah. And I'm gonna say we're gonna see something about probably below from Capybara. Yeah. Because it's just been AFK for a while. We actually might see some more about Cuphead too. Yeah, I was going to say the the Cuphead. Like uh, in my head, I made the, uh, kind of a joke when M plus plus was announced. Because yeah. tr- any Toronto game that's gets announced for Xbox One apparently doesn't come out unless you're uh, hot foot games with Fortify. But I was just like, oh, hopefully this doesn't end up like Cuphead and and below. Um, they're just kind of ending right now. So you think you think we'll see below or? Uh, I think we'll maybe hear like a little bit more information about it, like the actual release date would be nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, I hope I hope when they release when they announce a release date, they're just like, yo, it's coming next week. Like they don't say it's coming in October. Yeah. And, and then it's nice. and then in September we have another discussion about how it got delayed. Like they're just like, 
even when you know how every now and then they'll say like during the press conference they're like oh this game is out now or you yeah. can download on like they should just do that with below like they should just be like this game is out now sorry it got delayed for two and a half years or whatever yeah um there you go yeah but when you're saying like a game you haven't heard in a while i thought you were going to say cuphead to be honest but i was thinking the... them too because like we haven't heard them in a while yeah. So it's just been like, what's been Cuphead doing, you know? We haven't seen anything from them or anything. Yeah. So Cuphead was kind of on my list again, but I'm kind of tired of talking about Cuphead. Well, every year they're like there but not there. So I'm just like, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. played Cuphead and Below last year at E3. And they yeah. both played pretty deep. Like, Below is better. Yeah. But they both played really fun and they looked awesome and stuff like that. And I didn't. If you told me last year when I was playing them that they it wouldn't be out, I would have I would have kind of been blown away. Because part of me, I'm kind of off right now. Uh, it's kind of crazy that those games aren't a thing yet. Yeah, I know, and they've been, it feels like they've been in development hell forever now. Yeah. So it's just like where where are these games, guys? Like, I would love one thing. I I would love like documentaries on just some of these games that just took forever. Like. Documentary on, on the development of Final Fantasy 15, and um, uh, the last uh, what was the the Shadow Colossus sequel, the one with the bird bird creature thing? Oh, uh, Last right. Guardian, Last, last Guardian. Guardian. Um, below, like I would love just like a, a feature of just like what happened to, to the development of these games. It's kind of like I don't think it'll ever happen because it's very internal stuff, and it yeah, and it just like makes everyone look bad who is part of the project. Not really. There's shit that happens that just happens. For sure, but it just what's the benefit to like releasing this? You know what I mean? Other than just solving well, my curiosity. I think it would be cool. Just I think it just would be just cool. Like, not a lot of people get to know what goes on behind uh, making a video game. Like, I no, it's true. I, I know I, what's going on, but it's like it's a totally different world. I agree. I, I think that people don't know like the world of game development as well as they should. It's nuts. Um, <laughs> and I don't know it that well. I just know it from talking to people like you and others and working as an adult in like the tech in general. So I kind of piece it together. Yeah. But, but I don't know that much. And I, you know, day in, like I, every day I work on a gaming website for the last like, two and a half years. Right. Um, like the average Joe Schmo, twenty-five-year-old on Reddit bitching about Destiny Two being thirty frames per second, doesn't know anything about the game development and the decisions that kind of go into like these things. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, I would love, I would love that. You should do that. I'm, you should do that, Brett. Do what? Make a video series on just develop on game <laughs> development internally. I could. I, I maybe I will. I actually plan on doing. This year, like some more video, video east things. Mm-hmm. I, I plan on buying a camera and start fooling around with video and figuring out how to do video and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's something I've just been wanting to do. So, but my computer is starting to die, so it can't handle the video editing side of things that well. Right. So it's like um, I have to buy the PC first and then the camera. So this summer might not be the summer of making cool videos as I was hoping to. Sure. Uh, moon right along. Uh, so your your prediction is that we'll see below. Like, are we going to get a release date? Do you think it's I think this we'll year? get a release date. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. For we're gonna. I think we're gonna get. I'm going with two of them. Cuphead. We're gonna see a release date. And below, we're gonna see a release date. And we're gonna be like, here they are. They're finally here. Get hyped. Boom. Cool. Uh, my next one is a Nintendo Switch or a Nintendo specific one. Uh, I think Metroid Prime. Is come back Metro Prime Four. It's going to be announced. I think uh, that's fair. Uh, but I, I, I like I like I like it. I like what you're saying, but I think you're wrong. I don't. <laughs> you don't think it's going to happen? No, uh, I don't think so. Yeah. But either way, Metro Prime Four. No release date. Nothing. It's just it's just going to be like the end of the show tease or whatever, and we'll see like in full in full mm-hmm. view like next year or whatever. Um, but I think Metro Prime is like making a comeback and. and We'll, we'll see Samus again, on, uh, hmm. or, or we'll see Samus for the first time on Switch. I hope so. Like I hope you're right, but I feel like I feel like it's a no. If they go ahead and make Metro Prime on 3DS, I will legit throw my computer out the window. I'll be so pissed. 
if they make this series on 3DS. But anyways, that's that's beside the fact. What's your next uh, prediction? Mine is also a Nintendo prediction. Mm-hmm. We're going to see Pokemon on the Switch. Like legit? Legit Pokemon. I don't know if it's going to be... I don't know how they're going to call it because, you know, it's always two versions, Pokemon Sun and Moon, blah, blah, blah. So I don't know what they're going to do, but we're going to see a legit Pokemon on the Switch. Do you think it's like a port of, of um, what was the last one that came out, Sun and Moon or whatever? Sun and Moon, I don't care. I hope it's not. I think I, I want it to be a standalone, like, here we are, we're finally on consoles, this is the one. So that's what I'm saying. We're going to see big Pokemon on the Switch. It could be it could be a port, which I'm sh- I guess people would like, but I want a legit Pokemon, so we'll see. But that's that's my prediction. We're gonna see a Pokemon. Cool. Um, I've been trying to think of like a, a, a Sony one, um, because I, I tried to Nintendo now Sony. <clears throat> I think um, my, my prediction is that we're gonna see a lot. No. No VR-specific games coming from Sony, but a lot of games that just get VR modes or, or little just add-on add shit. Like, I don't think... I have a feeling Sony didn't double down on, on PSVR as much as they should have. And, oh, dead. and No, it's not dead. And they're, and Dude, they're relying on third parties. Because Farpoint so, came out, what? How is it not dead when we haven't, <laughs> we haven't even talked... We haven't talked VR in forever. Man, I'll, so I tweeted about this, but I've been getting a shit ton of E3 emails, just like 10 to 15, 20 a day of just like, hey, Steven, come check out this booth, blah, blah, blah. I would say half of them are VR, not PSVR, but like half of them are some VR shit, whether it's a game or some sort of app or some sort of just other thing. Right. Like, I don't think VR is dead. I, like, <laughs> I, I think that there's still a problem with getting it to the general consumer because it's too expensive right but there is a like there's a lot of money and a lot of time being invested in vr i don't think any of that's coming from sony i think they released the headset to finish my prediction before you kind of freak out to finish my prediction um i think sony won't have any sort of dedicated first party vr game but i think like you know whatever the bloodborne team is working on might have a vr mode uh if they're doing some sort of little big planet comeback shit They'll have a VR mode. Um, I, I think like they'll add stuff to their for, to their games, but there won't be a dedicated game, and they'll rely on third parties like Ace Combat, Tekken, um, all these games that kind of either are developed with VR in mind or have like legit modes themselves. Sort of like Resident Evil Seven. Hmm. That's my prediction for PSVR, and I don't think it's dead. But that's not. Podcast discussion. It's like every five or six podcasts we have to discuss like how you how you think VR is dead and rest in peace. All right, fair enough. What's your last What's your last prediction? Well, do I have to be a different console or can I just stay with Nintendo? I can stay with Nintendo because I only care about Nintendo. That's fair. Um, even though I know, okay, look, here's the rundown. Here's what we'll see quickly on Sony. We'll see. Okay, Ubisoft will show us Assassin's Creed, and I'll be jacked. Sony is going to probably show us God of War, more God of War. We'll all be jacked. Xbox is going to show us nothing. <laughs> like, I, there's nothing on Xbox, exclusively Xbox, that I, I there's nothing there that I really am like, yeah, that's going to be dope. Maybe we'll, we'll, see, uh, we'll probably Titanfall. see Halo 6, right? Oh, wait. Titanfall, yeah, maybe Halo 6. Gears of, oh, yeah, we'll see some more Gears of War stuff. So that'll be dope for those guys. And then, so that's pretty much the the peaks. EA will show us another some FIFA and Madden stuff. Well, the big uh, the big Xbox thing is going to be Scorpio, right? Oh yeah, well, I guess we will see Scorpio. Yeah. Which that makes me wonder. Oh well, yeah. And it, the Sony machine's already out, so it doesn't matter. So can't so- wait to see. Can't wait to see uh, Mad Particles. They're going to show some game that is basically just particle magic or some shit, yeah, just to show off the Scorpio. Sure. Yeah, and if if the uh, reports have been correct about the Scorpio, where they're going to have a U.S. Uh, LED counter on the front to tell you if your system dips below 60 frames. What? Uh, just, yeah, there's like a LED 
on the front of the Scorpio, where it's like telling you your Scorpio's like power, like how it's doing, and then it has a sixty frames per second counter on it. Oh my god! Yeah, it's so stupid. So I'm just like, great, that's 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 a selling feature now. So, um, but yeah, we'll see all that silly stuff. Yeah, we'll probably see Knack on Xbox. <laughs> no. No, Knack Two though. It's official. It's a Knack Two is out or it's official or whatever. Yeah, we'll see Knack Two for sure. Um, but like, I the only thing I want left for. Oh, actually, you know the one thing? I think we're going to see some... Uh, I think we're going to see some Nintendo mobile games on the phone. I think we'll see, like, Zelda. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I think we're going to see a little mobile presence um, from Nintendo this year. Animal Crossing is the only one that's kind of officially announced, isn't it? Or... Yeah, and there's a Zelda one, supposedly, rumored. Oh, really? Yeah, this is Zelda rumored and the Animal Crossing one's official. So I think we're going to see... That's, like, my next... Like This will be the first time... We'll see Nintendo actually be like, yeah, here's our mobile stuff, which will be kind of nuts when they sit down and think about it. Yeah. So I think we'll see a little, a uh, little more mo- mobile news from Nintendo, which will. Be- it just sounds so weird saying that. Are you playing uh, the Magikarp game by the way? Uh, I have it on my phone. I haven't gotten too deep into it yet. It's so stupid. It's. I'm, I'm kind of. I'm kind of deep into it now. Uh, I played. It's so deep- stupid. Yeah. It's so stupid. And then you just sit there and think to yourself, you're like, only Nintendo could do this. Like, it's just so stupid. Good old magic hurt. Yeah, but like, yeah, so I think we'll actually see, that's my next Nintendo prediction, we'll actually see some mobile phone games, which is, again, just crazy to say out loud. I hope we don't see that much mobile games from Nintendo, to be perfectly honest. They're fourth skew now, right? So it's a thing. It's making them probably... Freaking bank. Yeah, they gotta. Yeah, I it's guess. It's just crazy that Nintendo's doing this after all. Like it's this, it's just crazy, man. And like no other company's doing it, which is hilarious. Like Sony's not th- touching it, and Xbox <laughs> not touching it, and that's mostly because they don't have any good first party, like stuff. Like Nintendo is just full of first party stuff, so they can do this, and it's just nuts. And they're making so much bank off of it. It's crazy. So crazy. So yeah, that's what we're going to see. We're going to see. Uh, uh, well, this will be the first E3 where we see an actual mobile presence from Nintendo. I'm hoping just for Metroid Prime. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I should oh, wrote that we'll down. And we'll see Mario too. Let's not forget that because Odyssey comes out later in the year. So we'll yeah, Mar- Mario. Oh yeah, Mario Odyssey will be a huge part of the show for sure. Yeah, it's probably the main part. Yeah. And then we'll um, see some Zelda DLC. You know, they'll probably oh, yeah. talk a bit about that. I bought that. I really, I want, I hope Nintendo shows us like some crazy new Hyrule Warriors type game. Like, no, well, it doesn't have to be Hyrule Warriors, but it could be any kind of Warriors game. But they have um, Fire, Fire Emblem Warriors is what is next. Oh yeah, that's right. Forgot about that. So we'll probably yeah. see a little bit of that. Yeah. There's like, I'm more excited to see the Nintendo stuff than anyone else's presentation this year. Um. Yeah. I. I. I probably because like. They botched E3 last year. Right? There was no one. There was it was just Zelda last year. Last year was just them not caring because they're like, "Yo, the Switch is coming." Yeah. <laughs> they didn't care last year. <laughs> yeah, like, it was all Zelda. Which so you gotta fun. you gotta imagine that there's a lot of like Switch and 3DS games coming out like, mm-hmm. that they've been working on because they they basically took a whole year off of hype. Yeah, like the last thing they just promoted was Arms. Yeah, I keep missing the the global playtest thing. Um, yeah, I and, yeah, the game looks good. Like I don't know if I'd buy it, but it looks good. Yeah, I'm not I'm not crazy about it. I'm excited for Splatoon, too. Yeah, which will probably also get some shoutouts at the show. But yeah, because that's the ne- those that's the next game that's really coming out of Splatoon <laughs> two, and then after, it's Odyssey, I think after that. Yeah, like I don't think we know anything past Odyssey. Like I think the I don't think I don't think there's a franchise they've said where it's like yeah, you know, Smash Brothers is coming. And they just haven't said anything about it. Like all the all the kind of franchises we know ends at Odyssey, like Fire yeah. Emblem. Oh, actually, no. Fire, there's a Fire Emblem game that's coming out for Switch in 2018. Right. Like a legit Fire Emblem. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. But there's not like a, it's not like Kirby, Metroid, um, Star Fox. 
uh, Animal Crossing, like none of these games or, or franchises they've kind of confirmed are coming to Switch. I think I, I could be wrong. I'm going off the top of my head. So. Yeah. Anyways, that's Trungino.com podcast. Uh, if you want to follow Brett at all the things he does, you can do so at Brett Vieser on Instagram and Twitter, right? Yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, and com is the site. Check it out. So, uh, become a patron, patreoncom slash You get free games. You get a shout out on the podcast. All that good stuff. Uh, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, we're Toronto Game Devs. Um, subscribe, give us five stars, uh, and thank you. Let us know on Twitter what you think is going to happen at E3. And uh, Dan, if you listen to this, which you aren't because you don't, you said you don't listen to podcasts. Uh, thanks for bailing on us. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. See you guys.